0: Let's talk to our new guest, uh, Troy Mayers, speaker and swimmer, and I'm going to put swimmer in inverted commas because, um, <laughs> for example, he, he once joined, the I think it was called the Mad Swimmers. Are they the Mad Swimmers or the completely insane swimmers, Troy Mayers?
1: <laughs> They're mad swimmers. It's, chari- it's a organization that swims for charity.
0: Uh, okay, I, I'm looking at your website right now, and you've listed some of the some of the big swims that you've done. Um, before we get into them, why do you do them?
1: Um, I I, I like the challenge of uh, of a swim. I like to do things that uh, very few people have have done in the past, and I think it's just also about pushing. Uh, personal boundaries. See how far I can take my body, and um, it's uh, it's just about the challenge ahead.
0: How long have you been doing uh, some some of these ridiculously insane swims?
1: I started swimming. I haven't been swimming for long. I was never a swimmer, mm. um, and just an injury, uh, a running injury, left some um, space in my in my training time. So I decided to start start swimming about seven years ago. And that was just to keep fit. Um, I got a bit sick and tired of swimming up and down a pool looking at a, at a black line. And I decided that um, I will set my, myself a challenge, and that was to swim um, the Robin Island swim.
0: Mm-hmm. And how did that go?
1: So I wasn't a swimmer, John. <laughs> and I, the, the training for that was hard. And I had to teach myself to swim. i would never swam in the ocean before. I, I mean, obviously, I swam in the ocean, but I never... Um, done an open water swim yeah. in the ocean before, yeah. so I had to teach myself to swim in the ocean.
0: In Durban, um, in, Durban, and, in Durban, we call what we do in the sea, like a goof. You know, you used to have goofs. Yeah, we,
1: so I learned, I taught myself to goof for a long time <laughs> in, uh, in that ocean. And um, a year, almost a year to the day that I set myself that challenge. I swam, I swam that epic swim, mm-hmm. and it went well. In fact, to date, that was the best time, the best crossing time I've had. Was my first Robin Island crossing. Oh,
0: okay. That's Robin Island to Big Bay.
1: That's Robin Island to Big Bay. So that's a swim of seven and a half kilometres.
0: Okay, but then you also go to Three Anchor Bay when you are bored.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I always look to go further than the previous one. And the next swim I went was actually no, I didn't. I did a, a, I did two Robin. I did a Robin Island Big Bay and a, and then my second swim was a Robin Island Big Bay again, which mm-hmm. is seven and a half kilometres. I just want to say that it's actually not the distance that's a problem; it's the freezing water of that ocean that that um, that plays havoc with with people. And then I wanted to set my my sights on a bigger challenge, and that was Robin Island to to um, to Three Anchor Bay, mm. which is eleven and a half kilometres. And that's when you're going through some shipping lanes as well. So yeah. there's a couple of challenges other than the Colts. Yeah,
0: to, to Big Bay, there might be a yacht or two or some, or some pleasure boats. Yeah, but there's a
1: big yacht or two coming for when, you.
0: When you're going to Three Anchor Bay, suddenly every boat and its cousin is doing that section from the harbour out to the yeah, Atlantic.
1: There was actually a tanker coming, uh, coming down on us, and um, luckily he gave way for us.
0: <laughs> to a little swimmer. Did you not just swim it's fast? A little swimmer, yeah.
1: In fact, the guy who was... Um, I had a spotter on board. You've got, you got There's a duck next to you, and there's a guy... My friend was on uh, was on the duck with us, and um, he told me the... I didn't see it, because mm. most of the time your head's in the water. And I didn't believe him until I went to Cape Town on holiday, and then I was looking at that swim and the swim route, and you see these... You're, you're right in the path of the ships going into the harbor. Mm. So... Um, um, that story, at, uh, I verified it afterwards.
0: <laughs> okay, so so that's a couple of chilly swims, uh, but then you did, tell us about the ice mile.
1: The ice mile is, that's something that I never actually had any intention of, of, of doing an ice mile. I, um, I did a swim around Cape Point in 2018, um, after that, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I was going through a list of swims, and there was an ice kilometer that came up. I went in, I think it was June of that year, and I went into the ice kilometer, and um, I found out that there's actually an ice mile that you can do. But in order to qualify for the ice kilometer, you had to successfully do the ice. Sorry, in order to do to the ice mile, you had to successfully uh, complete an ice kilometer, which I did. Right. So it was kind of a natural thing for me to want to go back the following year and do the mile.
0: Okay, tell us more about it because you nearly died.
1: I did nearly die on that. Um, I got in, when I went to do the ice mile, the water temperature, I got in the water, it was 1.7 degrees. Sure. Um, so just to put that in perspective, the, when the Titanic sank, the water temperature was 5 degrees, <laughs> and I, I got in at 1.7. Um If I had to take you and put you outside at 1.7 degrees in a speedo, you would die in 25 hours. But the body loses heat 25 times faster in water than it does on land. So you've got an hour in that temperature. And I did the ice mile. It took me about 33 minutes to do it. Um, And uh, the problems all, all happened afterwards when I got out. My core temperature had dropped so low that it was at 24 degrees. Um, my uh, 23 degrees, you you dead. The body, as we can all see with COVID going around, and people mm. taking uh, temperatures all the time, you can see our our, our normal temperatures in the 36s. So I was well, well, well below um, below that safety zone. Um, like I said, I said 24 degrees. My heart was it had I had an irregular heartbeat, and um, I was just I was in a lot of trouble. I was in a lot of trouble after that swim. I was. One degree away from uh, from dying.
0: I just want to understand again, like you say, one point seven degrees. I've put my feet in the water at Camps Bay, and you know, my feet come out they're red already, and that's only what 10, 11 degrees centigrade. So, what is what did your body feel like when you got? I know you you, you must have practiced to get in. Well, what does it feel like to get into one degree water? The
1: the pain the pain is indescribable. It's uh, it felt like our head a million needles going through my body at one at the same time i've never ever felt i've broken my neck before in 2010 i broke my neck mm-hmm. and and that was sore i've never ever felt pain like i did on the on the ice one um it's like i say the 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 pain of that, that it's 33 minutes of absolute hell
0: sure okay so you obviously gave up swimming then troy no, 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 i continued. <laughs> Shortly after that swim,
1: um, a group of us swam from, from the Moyo Pier in, in Durban mm-hmm. to the Amschlange Lifesavers Club in, well, in Amschlange, and that is an 18-kilometer swim. <laughs> Through you know the the water over there was really nice, it's pleasant. Yeah, but obviously there's a couple of creatures lurking below that you got to that we were looking out for.
0: Okay, two things. Yeah, I've been in that sea. That's first of all, it's not the prettiest water in the world, but there are sharks, Troy.
1: There are sharks, and when we crossed over the shark net, I looked at a friend of mine and I just said, "We're in the big boys' playground now." <laughs> and uh, I realized that the swim was. Things were real. We had to be vigilant. And, you know, we had taken all the, all these safety precautions. We had boats and paddlers with us. Mm. But um, there is a chance that something can go horribly wrong. I'll, I was nervous for that going through the river mouth of the Blue Lagoon and when we were going through the, past the the uh, Virginia airport. For some reason, I had it in my head that that's where the sharks rang out. And I was pretty relieved when we passed
0: those two points. <laughs> I'm surprised it had only be done five times before. I would think that that swim would be quite a regular swim for for Germanite.
1: It's been attempted a lot more times than than five. Um, you know, I would you would think that it that it would be done a lot more a lot more than uh, than the five times that it before we did it. And I can't give you an answer why why it hasn't. It should actually be. Be turned into into an official swim, especially mm. with the cost of travel today. The English Channel's becoming it's like it's becoming a rich man's crossing, and we've got some really really good swims, local swims mm. that are as hard as challenging. It just for some reason, they don't seem to be done.
0: Have you have you got aim to go across False Bay? That's also one of the big aims.
1: I do have an aim to go across False Bay. Um, my my first goal right now within the next year is to swim the English Channel, which okay. is September next year. Um, and I've just come off a Robin Island double. I swam from from Big Bay to Robin Island and back, and that was to give me the confidence a for the Channel and for and to cross, uh, and to cross
0: Okay. Again, we we spoke to Lewis Pugh last week, I'm sure it must be one of your motivational swimmers in the world. Um, and he keeps talking about why he swims, it's to raise awareness, it's to, to you know, to get people to understand about the climate change and those kind of things. Do you hope to do that as well?
1: You know, I, I do. I mean, climate change is a, is a huge problem. Lewis Pugh's doing a brilliant job, um, you know, campaigning for these things. And he's had some... Some brilliant results. Um, my, my whole focus is, I don't know if you're aware, of, I'm a recovering addict, and my whole focus is to give people out there who are suffering with the disease of addiction, just to give them hope and let them know that, you know, A, we do recover, and B, that um, there is life after, after drugs and once you're in recovery.
0: How important was sport in that recovery?
1: Sport saved me. My I threw myself into sports. I threw myself into into training, and um, it really it really helped me. I don't think I would have been able to do it without training and um, without a proper sponsor. A sponsor, a mentor. I was you know going to
0: was gonna say that all of that you do, uh, and you mentioned them on the buy, You've always had support when you have to do these swims. How important has that been?
1: I mean, support is ninety five percent of it before, you know, I've got great family support. I've got my friends support me. My girlfriend's uh, a huge support. In fact, I must be honest, I don't think I would have got, I would have I would have had a successful double crossing if, if not for my girlfriend. Mm. Um, she was, she really drove me because I, I had a lot of doubt in my mind. It was when I signed up to do the double, I was like on the set, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing the double, I'm doing the double. And on the Sunday, this reality set in, like, what have you gone and done? What, what have you signed up for? And I started doubting myself, and all these negative thoughts just kept coming into my head, like, you can't do this. What are you doing? Why, why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. And Ariella really kept saying, no, you can't do this. You've done some uh, that are similar. You've got this, and you need to believe in yourself. So support, support happens when they believe in you when you've lost faith in yourself, and... and So, support to me is is huge. My mother's a massive support. My mother's, you know, I'll say the water's too cold. And I shouldn't be putting an old lady through these things, (laughs) but sometimes you have to offload.
0: That's what mothers are for. That's
1: what mothers are. You know, I always say uncles are there to fix things and mothers are there to to, to talk you through your problems. (laughs) Um, And when. The swim now that happened was the water temperature is a lot colder than, than I was comfortable swimming at. Right. I went down to Big Bay to start to swim. I phoned and I said, my, or I messaged her. I said, like, the conditions are terrible over here. I don't think I can do this. And, uh, you know, so family and friends are, are a huge support. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sponsor, Alex. The, I when when I saw what the temperature of, uh, of the ocean was now, I actually burst out crying. <laughs> so it's quite... Quite a horrible sight. A weird sight. See a 49 year old man with, sort of, <laughs> holding a thermometer in tears <laughs> on the phone. Um, I'm, I'm surprised I wasn't locked away.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're going to do the English channel. That's a big thing. Uh, across False Bay is a big thing. What else have you got on the on the list?
1: So, right now, my, everything's geared towards the English channel. There's a big board in front of me here that says English channel September 2021. Next week I do my English Channel qualifier. That's a it's a six-hour swim in Langebaan. The water temperature will be slightly warm. It should be about eighteen degrees, which I'm really comfortable there. Um, so that's my main one. Now for that one, it's not it's not a distance swim. You just have to be in the water for the six hours, and you've and you've qualified for for the channel. Okay. I'd like to get a, a between eighteen and twenty kilometers in that, on that swim. That's what, that's what I'm aiming for. Um, and then my program will be split between... I'll be doing some long-distance swims. I won't do another Durban-Imschlange swim. It's just... It's too long. I don't want to injure myself. But I'll be in Durban probably once a month doing 10 or 15-kilometer swims to prep, to prep for this. A lot of uh, lake swims over here. And um, I won't do anything too thick, so there won't be any ice swims. There may be a couple of Robin Island crossings, just single ones, seven and a half K one. I'm here with my confidence. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to say, go for a double. The water temperature is 12 degrees and you don't make it. Now, now I'm doubting myself. Uh, this one's hard enough as it is. So my whole focus is keep a positive, positive attitude. Be, you know, um, keep your mind strong, keep focused. And I don't want any setbacks. Um, The only setbacks I'm trying to to avoid are obviously injuries and the mental one.
0: Troy Mayers, great chatting to you. Thanks very much for joining us. Troy Mayers, speaker and swimmer. Uh, We'll catch up with him again and see how he does next year.